What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Lightsaber Radio, the most outrageous Star Wars show on the web. And we're going to be talking about Young Jedi Tales. And before anybody goes, this is just a kid's show. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. It was very, you know, it had some nostalgia. Yeah. It felt like you was watching Star Kyle, Wars. Kyle forced me to watch it, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah, but you could tell it was for kids. I mean, it it's is for kid kids. Show. But there was some good... Uh, some good moments in it. it it has some good life lessons it taught a lot of things so today that's what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about young jedi tales and we're going to have fun doing it so let's go ahead on and drop that intro this station is now the ultimate power in the universe Hello there. What's up, everybody? All we right. got Star Wars team leader in the chat. Dr. Skywalker's in the chat. Clint's in the chat. Chris is in the chat. What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today? Oh, Dr. Living Scott. the dream. Well, Man, we're gonna I'm be tired. doing another one sometime this month um probably the last sunday of the month uh we'll we'll do the next one which should be uh what's the next one uh solo? uh rogue one no rogue it's one? solo you're right yeah, it's solo. solo it's solo then rogue one so we're gonna go through like i said we're watching all of them um and there's an issue with the website just let me let y'all know that for some reason it won't let me upload no more videos to it i don't know if i gotta pay for some more broadband or storage or what because i tried to upload it the the thing to the website it just wouldn't let me do it so i've been trying to figure out how to do it and i'm an idiot when it comes to to that shit i don't know what i'm doing um so but today we're going to be talking about young jedi adventures and this is an animated show that was produced for toddlers by uh, Lucasfilms and Disney Plus. And we got a little bit of a trailer a few months ago or uh, like there was like three little hints to it on YouTube. It was like a couple five minute little episodes. And I watched it and it intrigued me. I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. So when it came out, I watched them all, of course. And then my perspective was like, oh, it's cute. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not a child. I thought it had good, uh, it had some good um, morals and it showed, you know, some good things. The animation is definitely uh, child um, based. It's, you know. Yes, it's definitely for kids. Okay. So I'm like, I'm not going to come out here and say like, you need to watch it. If, if you don't have kids, like you could skip it if you wanted to. Well, right? it was kind of cool because it, but it wasn't like bad. It, it wasn't bad and then it took you back to the high republic and like i told everybody they're, they're pumping this high republic stuff and yeah. this was like their first little attempt how's young people gonna take it so i called my daughter and i said hey you know i told my uh oldest daughter i said let my grandsons watch it i got a five-year-old grandson and then a one-year-old grandson and a five-year-old grandson she said made through about five episodes five six episodes which is you know, it's, that's pretty good for a five-year-old. My one-year-old grandson, he watched them all. 
And so that tells me, you know, in between the ages of one and three, it's really going to captivate them. You start getting to four where they're a little bit more energetic and they're moving a lot more. It's going to be a lot harder to, to captivate their um, their attention for that long. Now, the thing that got me is you get a five year old to sit down for longer than five minutes. You're doing great. You know, <laughs> you're doing good. So I think the reason that the one year old grandson watched it more is because it has a lot of flashy colors. The the cartoonish is more cartoon than animation. Right. You know, we're we're definitely not getting visions out of here. But I think the morals and stuff that it tied in there is a little bit too complicated for somebody just one, maybe the five year old would get that more, you know, in between three and five would get that a little bit more. But overall, it did give you a, a I felt like I was watching Star Wars. You know, I didn't feel like I was watching, you know, like visions. And I went into it expecting that this was going to be a kid show, which I'm a giant kid. And so I, I still watch Scooby-Doo and stuff. So <laughs> oh, hey, Scooby-Doo is the ultimate kid show. Hey, I'll, I'll fight with that. Yes. You know, I still watch Scooby-Doo. I still watch the Roadrunner and, and, and Scooby-Doo's you know, the, the shit. And stuff. <laughs> I watch all the old school cartoons whenever I catch them on. I'm still a big, huge fan of The Simpsons. And you see how garbage The Simpsons an animation is and Family Guy and all that. The animation on that is just terrible. You know, it's, you figure after all these years they would have upgraded the animation, but why fix something if it's not broken? People love, you know, Family Guy and, and American Dad and, and and The Simpsons and stuff. People still watch it. Adults from kids and everybody watch it, and the animation is just terrible. I mean, it's some of the worst animation ever, but it's funny. You get to watch it. it, it but the morals that you learn from, like, Young Jedi Adventures... That's the biggest thing that I took for it. It taught a lot of good morals. I love the fact that Yoda came out and was talking to the younglings and teaching the younglings. And then, you know, they had to kind of, it was one of those things like, here's some knowledge. Go figure it out on your own. They figure it out. You did a great job. And I, I, I that attitude is something that just isn't perceived in America no more. So it seems like all people do is just, you know, all oh, kids is just all messed up. No, man, nobody's teaching these kids anymore. You know, like you can't whoop your kids. You can't do anything. Every time you try to do anything, they try to throw you in jail for it. So you need things like this that can show the inspire them from a young age. You know, it, it you need shows like this. And what better way to get it than Star Wars? Yeah. Plus, plus you got to indoctrinate them young. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, get them hooked on Star Wars. I mean, dude, in all honesty. <laughs> Maybe indoctrinate's not the right word, but you know what I mean. In all honesty, my five-year-old grandson is the reason that this podcast even exists. My five-year-old grandson is the one that came because I was thinking about whether I wanted to do a podcast. I was looking at all the different options, and I seen how excited he was when I was watching Star Wars. And I said... That's what started Sway. That's, I mean, I even give him all the credit in the in the in the end of uh, the thing. It says this was created by Kenai Shed. Right. That's my youngest grandson, and because he's the one that created it all, it, w it wouldn't be anything without him. I would have never thought to do a Star Wars podcast if it wasn't for him. And that started Sway, and then Sway boiled into started like, this, radio, yeah. and then you know all the other stuff that's coming. It's all coming. So every I owe him everything. We owe him everything because he's the one that, that I said you know Star Wars is something that attracts people from all ages you know we might not all agree on everything about Star Wars but that Star Wars has something for everybody 
Right. So, and I love Star Wars, so let's and, talk about some Star Wars. Yeah, and I'm also really glad that like they're finding this like different way like of making like strictly kid shows because like we've talked about this with like Bad Batch for example. It's still a good show, but like when you try to balance kid and adult at the same time, it can be kind of tricky sometimes. So I like how they're doing a full focus kid show. Yeah. Well, kind of, when you really think about it, Bad Batch wouldn't be Bad Batch is going to be more, I'd say, ten to fifteen year old. Right, That's a little bit older. That area. Big time. Adults, we can enjoy it because we grew up watching, you know, the Clone Wars and Rebels. So we kind of we we kind of appreciate the animation part. It takes us out of the 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 live action stuff for a little bit. You get a get a different aspect of it. Then you get to come back to the live action. Um, right. But it's really based for somewhere in between 10 and 15. That's really what it's based for because they still have morals in there. They still have a lot of lessons and stuff like that in there, you know, things to do and not to do. You look at Omega, she's like 13, 14 now. She's a dumbass. Batch, yes. You know, so it's right around that. The first one, she was probably, you know, 10 to 11. So it kind of fits that age range really, really well. And it, the, the things that they teach on it then you have you can tell too by the the filler episodes the filler episodes are standalone episodes that really don't have much to do with the story but they're going to be entertaining to somebody in between 10 or 15 because they're not right. looking at the overall the entire saga as it is they're looking at small points they got a small attention span i mean come on they said the average kid got a two-minute attention span our average teenager has a two-minute attention <laughs> attention um, span attention span yeah they're not looking for deep complex thought plots they're just looking for like hey give me some quick easy entertainment yeah so it's like you know it's one of those things that um it's you know for them to come out with child shows like this that are meant for you know somebody 10 and under you know i would say more three to five small small children like my youngest grandson he's gonna enjoy it just because it's you know it's just a lot of colorful stuff going on he don't understand what's going on with the show but there's a lot right. of colors and the lightsabers and you know people flipping and doing stuff like that that's going to entertain him but it's really set up for somebody probably but about three years old and then once you maybe to six you reckon three years old yeah i think it's like old, they're going to be able to understand a lot more with by three they can kind of get the aspects of what's going on now are they going to understand the total story now probably not no. but it would be something like yoda gets on to him somebody about you know doing something or the jedi master whatever her name was i forgot what her name was but when she gets into the uh the thing that's something that a child might have went through already like don't take from other people by the time they're three years old so they're already getting by the time they're three they're starting to learn you know don't touch hot stuff don't steal people shit you know don't bite don't people and people hit people shit. for no reason and you know stuff like that because you know me just raising kids we're having four kids you know that's about the time that i really started you really start to notice that they understand they're uh, starting to understand basic concepts you kill me i love you're talking about these are le important lessons that kids should learn don't steal people's shit <laughs> like well i mean just shit in there i mean and then that's a, like another thing you know people oh don't cuss around your kids my none of my kids really are big cussers and i cuss like a like Right, sailor. You know, I, I'm terrible at cussing. It's so hard when I'm doing the sway podcast because I'll be wanting to cuss so much, and I'll be like, I can't say that because I wanted that to be something that was for everybody. The books are amazing, right. so I wanted kids to be able to hear that too. You right. Know? 
and so I make sure that I don't cuss in in the uh, Sway podcast. We got Dion J Dogs in the house. What's going on, guys? Uh, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> but you know, I always cussed around my kids, and really? when they grow, yeah, I always cussed around my kids, and they grow up. They're not big cussers. They're they think cussing is something that you know. It, they have this concept, and it was probably something they were taught in school or they heard somewhere that cussing is a lack of vocabulary. And actually, somebody told me that when I was younger because they was like, "Why That's, you cuss so much?" That is my mom's motto. Yeah, cussing is just you know means you have a lack of vocabulary. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, I got two degrees. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but at the same time, I just look at them like filler words when I don't want to think too hard. <laughs> it's easy to say shit to anything can be shit so it's easier to say shit than it is to come up with a fucking word and have to think too hard that's true but having these having these having these type of tv shows i think is essential for star wars i really do i think they're essential for star wars to attract really, younger viewership yeah and, and it's really going to increase the the longevity of this of the franchise well like you think about it like this the first time you've seen a lightsaber or the, somebody use the force, that's what captivated us. You know what I'm saying? You're like, holy crap, that dude just picked up a rock and threw it at that guy. Or, you know what I'm saying? That guy was fighting with this big green thing. That's what captivated us. Right. And as small children, I mean, this show is based basically on the force and, and lightsabers and stuff like that. Because, I mean, every episode had the force and lightsabers in it. Every single one. So that's, they know what captivates young people. I mean, it was just like the first time I seen Star Wars when I was younger and, you know, Luke lit that lightsaber and I was like, oh my God, what is that? I want one of those. Can I get one of those? And then to see, you know, Darth Vader pick up stuff and throw it at Luke and, oh, yeah. you know, people using the force to Episode open doors five. and stuff. I still do it today. I'm 45 years old. I walk up into Walmart. I go, <laughs> I just do it. It's natural <laughs> instinct. Hell yeah. It's just because that's the things that captivated us, that made, that made us Star Wars fans in the first place. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with the franchise in general is because it's not that they got away from that because it's still there. But I think that people forgot the fundamentals of what Star Wars was. There's all this arguing and bickering about stuff that don't even matter. <laughs> like, why does that matter? Do we got the Force? Do we got lightsaber? We got blasters, Mandalorians, starships. The far, far away. Do we got that? That's great. You know, <laughs> now do... And I think one of the biggest problems that, that, that the fandom faces is people have this concept that, that just because of Star Wars that you have to like it. I love Star Wars. I love all the Star Wars. But there's some things that I just particularly didn't care for. Right. Looking at it as it's just it's not even that I don't like it. It's just I know they could have done so much better. You know, right. I know they could have done better than that. It seems like a lot of the stuff that they're putting out nowadays is rushed. And this didn't seem like it. And the storyline from, you know, beginning to the end, even though they were all basically kind of like standalone episodes, they all pushed to a same goal. And it was not too hard to figure out what the storyline was. It's about young Jedi's Padawans learning about the force. I mean, and it just felt like better thought thought out than yeah. like some actual Star Wars shows, to be honest. Like you could tell they put some planning. They they it was well thought out like it was a well thought out well planned well executed show and you could tell which is kind of scary just because like 
Some of the adult shows didn't seem that well thought out, to be honest. And it gave kids the opportunity to understand not just about the show, but it came out on May the 4th. So now their parents can explain, oh, it's May the 4th. Right. And then they say it in the thing, May the 4th be with you. They say it in the show. Well, what is this? And then you get to explain that to the kids and then the kids understand and they understand about the holiday. It just has so many things that kind of fit in. And one of the things that was crazy, it changed our kind of... It, so back in the days, when back in the days, a lot of times it wasn't necessarily one master and one apprentice. They didn't have or one pattern one. They didn't have that. It might be one master and several apprentices, and that's how this kind of was on this planet. If you go back to some of the older books, they talk about it, or some of the legends books. So for them, they incorporated that in there and show like the different stages that a Jedi pattern one had to go through. Because you have to go through a selection right. process once you got to a certain age. You had to be selected by a master. Well, they don't talk about that in the movies. They don't talk about that a lot in the animated series that we have. And for the, them to kind of explain that a little bit in this cartoon, that was like a good nod to the things that were going on. Yeah, just a little a bit of, of background lore. Like. and yeah. yeah, A lot of people might not know about that. Which is a great thing because I think that it, it shows more of an appreciation for the, the stuff that we really don't have time in some of the movies and things to settle into and show. You and know, for me, it was crazy that they had little elements like that in a flipping little kid show. Yeah. Like, wow. It, it was like it it really shows a lot of depth, I guess. And like it, it, it does a better job of like getting you into the story and getting you into this world. And the fact that they're putting that much effort into a little kid show is kind of surprising. Well, I mean, because they're trying to attract new, right, new, new Star Wars fans. Star Wars, and, and, and it's sad to say, at one point there was almost a billion Star Wars fans. I think it was like the 2004 census that, that there was like almost a billion Star Wars fans worldwide. Hmm. I think the last one that they looked at was less than 500 or 500 million Star Wars fans worldwide because of the toxic fandom you know people are trying to tell people what they have to and have to not like they they uh you know the bickering back and forth the constant arguments about what is what and who, who is right and is it canon and is it legend it, it, it deterred a lot of people away from star wars which is not good for disney disney still has to make money right. or it's not worth them to make star wars they and then they could sell it to a company could actually do better or they could sell it to a company that just runs it into the dirt and don't care about none of it you know so it's one of those things that it's like we're on a balance beam and it could go either way so for disney to be smart they need to put out stuff to attract new fans and hopefully you know through throughout time the fandom will kind of get back you know to being supportive of each other being supportive of own thoughts and you know because you you take you know 500 million people and you put them and they all watch the same episode they're gonna be arguments i just don't understand why it gotta go as bad as it does like we have arguments on this show all the time about stuff oh yeah yeah you know, it's because we all have different aspects and different viewpoints and we think about things differently you're not yeah, into the animated people stuff. I, at the end of the day though people like say it's like star wars is toxic i don't think it is i think star wars is good at creating like it, it has disagreements, right? And I don't think it's special that Star Wars fans are toxic. I think that's just 
the world we're starting to see today. Like, flip, go on Instagram. You're going to see just as much toxicity as any kind of Star Wars and, thing. And that's go on Twitter. Just as much. It, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. It's just, Star Wars just is a platform that people can talk about. It's a franchise that people engage around. The toxicity has nothing to do with Star Wars. People. It's just coming from people. Yeah. And I think, but it deters a lot of people from from one. Oh, to I agree. I agree. In, in the in the fandom, which. You know, if you come in and you're a Fairweather fan and you're coming in and somebody can run you off just because they had a disagreement with you or they said something negative to you, you know. I mean, you're being a bit of a baby. Yeah, but. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you're being a bit of a baby because if you really love Star Wars, you're going to stick to it. You're going to stick to all. I mean, it's just like a professional uh, a team. You know, shit. The Celtics last lost last night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and... <laughs> but you have to support your team in the ups and downs. I'm a Broncos fan. When the Broncos was up, I was loving it. When they're down, I still love the Broncos. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't stop loving the Broncos. Just uh, yeah, I might talk a little shit. Oh man, God, y'all suck, man. But I'm still gonna be a fan. And if somebody right. talks shit about the Broncos, I'm like, <laughs> remember Peyton Manning? Hey, 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 yeah. The crush. You know. It's just uh, that's just the way it is. Is it, but it, right. I think people are taking it too personal. You know, it's the it I think I agree this with is that. about living and having fun. Oh, Clinton, he says, I know all about that. Go Cowboys. No, no, oh, no, no. Yeah. Cowboys are something different. No, you're disgusting. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, it's just you know, it, it's about having fun, and I think that's a, a lot of people take away from that. You know, they take away from that because dude, when I put on Star Wars, I'm not concerned about nothing else that's going on in the world. I'm concerned about Star Wars. That's all I care about. And anything that can put me into a position where I'm not thinking about my job, I'm not thinking about what my kids is doing, my right. grandkids is doing, the rest of the world is doing, and I can just focus on watching Star Wars and it can let my imagination run wild and I can think up stuff and imagine being there and all that stuff. That's what it's all about. And can't nobody take that away from me. I don't care what you say. You could climb. I mean, they could, somebody could get on here and just dog the shit out of Lightsaber Radio and me and y'all. I might defend y'all. But I'm, I'm like, I don't have to defend Star Wars. Star Wars is 45 years strong and it's still going. And it's still right. it's going to continue to go until, you know, Disney just runs it into the dirt. But, <laughs> but everything they come out with, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it. Even if I might get done with it and I'm like, all right, I didn't really like that. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to enjoy it. I still watch Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett comes like, you know what I'm saying? My son was sitting downstairs. He was watching Book of Boba Fett. I sat down and watched it with him. My youngest son, he watched the whole thing. I watched it all over again. I'm like, yep, didn't like it the first time, didn't like it the second time, didn't like it the third time. <laughs> it got worse. You know, it, but I'm going to watch it because it comes on. Every time Star Wars comes on TV, I'll be flipping through channels. Oh, shit. Even right. if it's one of the, the sequel trilogy, I watch it because I'm a Star Wars fan. Doesn't mean I have to like everything that comes out, out about it, but... I still like it and I'm still going to watch it because it's still Star Wars. Right. There, No matter what, there's nothing that they have put out that can't take you out of the moment and put you into a Star Wars mood. And that Star Wars mood is good. It gives you an adrenaline rush. You're like, oh yeah, Star Wars. You know, and that's what makes it so good. When I listen, all day at work, I listen to audiobooks. That's all I do. I listen to audiobooks and I listen to other podcasts. That's it. 
Aloft, Kyle works I've very hard. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about Star Wars, but it's all about Star Wars. Everything I do is about Star Wars and dogs. I ain't gonna lie. I'm training a dog right now, so I'm, I've been watching some dog videos. See what new what new techniques is, have came out and stuff, which it's all about the same. I don't think it's ever gonna change. Now it's just nobody will whoops they dogs no more like what do you mean you don't whoop your dog the dog peed in the house praise it and give it a treat and just put it outside no you stick <laughs> his nose in it seriously what is this talking what, what are y'all talking about i'm not about to give my dog a treat for pissing in the house what are you talking about but it's 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 all about that that, that overall aspect of star wars that's what makes it so fun i mean if you looked in the studio, I got lightsabers hanging up. I got like, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna do the video. I promise. I'm gonna do the video. Gotta get time. <laughs> someday, someday. I got little Vader over here. I got Darth Sway's outfit hanging on the wall. I got lightsabers and there's Star Wars stuff everywhere. Star Wars is amazing. I closet full of Star Wars clothes. That's just you know, Star Wars is fun, and that's the biggest part. Star Wars is about having fun and this show the young jedi adventure was fun it was just fun entertaining it wasn't meant to be you know saying i'm 45 years old like i'm gonna sit back and be like oh this is so mind-boggling i don't understand what's going on you know this is so intriguing it's not for me it's for kids but it's still right. a lot of fun and that was that's the the thing that i enjoy a lot of people ask me like why do i like rebels so much because at all the Star Wars Rebels is probably my favorite out of everything other than Revenge of the Sith. Really? I love Rebels. We I need to do Rebels. like an all ranking sometime. Yeah, I, I, I love Rebels so much. I watch Rebels so many times. And Rebels is probably the worst animation that you could get at, at all. Like Clone Wars, Rebels, Bad Bad. Uh, Rebels is the worst. <laughs> But it was something about the story. It was something about the, the the concepts and the things that they were going through that just captivated my heart. Mm -hmm. Like when Kanan died, I cried. I don't usually cry. I cried when Kanan died. I cry, I cried when Thrawn and Ezra took off into space. You know what I'm saying? When the when the Purgles took them out into space, mm -hmm. I cried. Like to see, I cried when, you know, Ezra was sitting there and he's looking at his parents that the Empire killed. I cried. Like, dude, this is like, there was just so much more depth in Rebels than there was in Clone Wars. And it just captivated me. I was like, dude, I just, I, and I will watch it. And I will watch it over and over. I, I literally watch it at least once a year. I watch the entire series once a year, every year. I just I can't help it. It's too good. You watch the entire series of Rebels. The entire series of Rebels, all five seasons, I watch at least one time a year. At least wow. once a year, every That's year impressive. since it's been released, I watched it because it's, it's just that good. I know I'm almost all by heart. I do. It hurt me when Thrawn left. Thrawn is the shit to me. Thrawn is one of my favorite bad guys of all time, because a dude that can conquer your entire planet by looking at your art—that dude is dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a dope dude. That's like, insane. He, he don't need no force abilities. He don't need no freaking lightsabers. He don't need none of that. He just needs to look at your art and he can figure out how to conquer you, dude. That is smart. 
his ta- him being a tactician like that that's what got me when people are talking about Thrawn that's one of the biggest like ooh why I'm so excited about Ahsoka because Ahsoka is one of my favorite Jedi's and then we're gonna get Thrawn we're gonna get a character that is super super dope you know what I'm saying that somebody that can just like figure things out like and just and he's not really a bad guy he just follows orders he's, he's when he was part of the chiss chiss ascendancy dude he was the good guy he was like fighting he was doing everything he could and the only reason they threw him out is because he didn't follow the rules because if he would have followed the rules they would have got their ass whooped they would have lost and he knew right. it so he sacrificed himself for the entire his his entire species he sacrificed himself he didn't follow rules he shot first they're not allowed to shoot first and he did it and he saved them from all from the chisicindi being overthrown they kicked him out he goes to the empire or he gets picked up by the empire he meets the emperor right the emperor he sees how bad this dude is, right? He knows how how dope this emperor is, how, how, how bad Palpatine is. Like, Palpatine's taking over. He took over the entire galaxy. Only thing he had, he was like, I will follow everything that you tell me to do as long as you don't ever attack the Chiss Ascendancy. And that was the agreement. And then he went on to end up becoming Grand Admiral Thrawn. That's how much he's not a bad, he's not a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? He's like a, a lot of people well, look at him like he's a, he's a bad he's a, guy. He, he's 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 kind of a bad guy, but he's, well, he's kind of a bad he's guy the anti-hero. The he's like but, the bad guy with a purpose, I guess. I don't know. What do you call that? Yeah, like an anti-hero. Know, he's kind not of thing. really like the bad guy. He's the good guy, but he just got he got stuck in a bad guy situation because he knew how powerful the bad guy was, and he was looking at what was going on, and he was like, "I don't want these people to attack my people." So I will do whatever you ask, type thing. It was kind of like how Anakin got sucked into being Darth Vader. I will right. follow you, be my master, as long as you help Padme live. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Help me save Padme. <laughs> and then Padme ended up dying anyway, so it just was a waste of time. Yeah. She just went back to being, like, as soon as Padme was dead, it's like, why be Darth Anakin Vader? Anakin and Thrawn are the same, just Thrawn <laughs> wasn't a dumbass. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things that... I enjoy and like watching this Young Jedi Adventures, like just watching like uh I'm trying to think of their name. You got uh Kaya, Lias, Nubs, and Nash. Mm-hmm. Just Kai, watching what's Kai's last name again? It was like Star or something. Yeah, Star something. Star Star something. It, star it, Crusher. It was a it was a it, it was a um, Star Blazer. They're going back to Legends because there's somebody in Legends called that. Um, it's like I'm looking at the thing, but they don't have his last name on here. Bright Star. Bright Star. Yeah. Um, but just watching them interact, watching you know the things that Kai does, and you know then they have like the little pirate kid. The kid the, they could be fighting full grown pirates, but they make a little pirate kid. I thought that, that was cool. <laughs> Like, the little pirate kid is dope, you know what I'm saying? He's over here trying to be, and he got some, like, electro staff, and he's fighting the, against the lightsabers, and they're pretty good. They're all pretty good with their lightsabers and, and, and his little staff. I was like, dude, this is interesting. And then the, like, morals that they put in, like, you know, what is it? Episode 2, yeah, episode 2, when he hands the, when he goes for his lightsaber instead of helping nubs. You know what I'm saying? And nubs oh, yeah. falls. You know what I'm saying? It was good, like, and Joda explained to him. You know what I'm saying? You can get another lightsaber. You can't get another friend. That was you like can't. the first episode, I think. Was it the first? It might have been the first episode. I don't know. I just remember him 
Uh, it might have actually might have been beginning of the second. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of the second. Because then I, at the end of the second is when Yoda gives him that the little red and silver little Yoda lightsaber, his old lightsaber. He's right, right. Yeah, I think it was the second episode. But it was, you know, that, that type of morals. Like, you can buy some more, I mean, you can get some more materialistic shit. You can't get a new friend. You know what I'm saying? Go save your friends. Save people. You can replace objects. And that's really good for a kid to understand that. Like, you can right. get a new toy. Are you really going to fight your friend over this toy? You're going to lose your friend over a toy. Right. You know, and them type of things... They, they don't teach those things in school no more. In school, they just, you, you kids getting fight, you know, they in kindergarten, then you charging them with assault because they got into a fight over a toy. You know what I'm saying? Now both of these kids' lives is fucked up because you charge them with assault. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? That's how bad it is. There was a, I seen a TikTok today where this guy was talking about, you know, the differences between now and, you know, back in the you know even in like the in the early 80s 90s and 2000s like people honored you know you got up and you said the pledge of allegiance and you right. did it with pride you know what i'm saying you 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 fought for the american you were patriotic even as a kid we were patriots we were happy to be american right. now 30 only 30 percent of people in the in, in the united states believe in patriot believe in being patriotic 30 yeah. percent. it's terrible but you have shows like this that teach them morals and their foundations to young children and hopefully that as we as it as they grow and they get more into star wars and they see more about hope and friendship and and family and stuff like that we can gain some of this stuff back we can get some of that patriotic patriotism back we can get some of that family values back 20% of people thought their family values was important. 20% of Americans think family values yeah. is important. It's, that's I, I know exactly what you're talking about, that, that research poll. And just yeah. like, it, it was literally just in the 90s, that was yeah. like one of the most important things for Americans. And now, and now it's, it's like, like bottom. And it, I think the guy was actually talking about guns because, you know, you could, I mean, you can go buy a gun anywhere. And back in the 80s and 90s, you could have fully automatic machine guns you can have an m60 yeah. you could go to the store and buy it and and there were no less murders then <laughs> than there is now when you can't even have them type of guns which is crazy it's not the guns it's the people people's morals and, and like and whatever side you are on politics up. whatever side you are on politics like yeah the the world has gone downhill <laughs> And it's not just here in America. The whole world has gone downhill. I mean, this, the whole world is getting, it just is becoming. And I, I am one of the people that's seen, I've seen the adjustment. I've seen the change. Because I've seen when we had rotary phones when I was little. You didn't have no damn computer. You didn't, I didn't even know what a computer was. We didn't have cell phones that you could call around the world. We didn't have none of that shit. And I've seen how the world has changed. And you know, I am a big proponent of the Internet. I think the Internet is one of the greatest things that's ever been created in this world, because now I can talk to somebody in China. We're doing a podcast right now. We're talking to people from all over the country or right. all over the world, just depending on where everybody's at. You couldn't do that shit when I was younger. You couldn't get information at all. So I'm a big proponent of the Internet. The, the, the ability to find out just about anything within minutes is freaking phenomenal but it also has the bad side and that's you know the social media and, and the hate and all that and i don't think that there's enough 
I don't think that there's enough people that's attacking that situation. And mm. I give Disney props. Disney might not, I might not be the greatest fan of Disney, but to come out with a show like this, it shows morals and stuff. If it take, if 10 people decide to, you know what I'm saying, be nice on Instagram tomorrow because they watch this show and then it might trickle off and it might get, it might make things better. If 10 people are nice and then the, the, the people that they're nice to is nice to people. I mean, it can just, it's like opening in a door for somebody. Every single day I try to do like 10 things. It's just like open a door for somebody, you know, tell somebody good morning, you know, tell people, you know, just something that you don't, right. you just, cause you don't see it anymore. Women walk up to the door and do just stand there. Like, you gonna get that door, bitch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you open the door for No, them. but nowadays, like, it's almost like the women will get mad at you if you open the door for it, them. It's crazy. But you would be surprised when you just say good morning to people or you do open the door for some. Some people might get mad, but most people, you open the door for right. them. You know, just them little gestures, you know, say thank you. You know, just, you know, you can't tell a woman she looks nice today. You might get me too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you'd be in prison because you say, oh, you look nice today. Can't do that. But, you know what I'm saying? There's other little gestures that you can do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it doesn't just necessarily have to be women. Just anybody. And it makes it makes me feel better. I don't even give a shit about everybody else. Big time. Really. Yeah. But it makes me feel better. Being a good person makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me feel better. Thanks for coming to my TED talk, by the, the way. Star Wars team leader said, you <laughs> couldn't even have a beeper in school as a kid. Now you can get sent home. Now you get sent home if you don't have your phone or tablet to use. Seriously, it's so weird. Uh, I did. I got suspended for getting beeps in school in the 90s. <laughs> you had a, a beeper's a pager, right? Yeah, like, a pager. Okay, that's what I, that's what I thought. I, I wanted to make sure because I am a little young for that, but... Dude, y'all had pagers in high school? Yeah, I had a pager in high school. Oh, wow. How do you think people got a hold of you? Shit, in my high school, they had pay phones in the hallway. Oh, yeah. They had pay phones in the hallway that you could use. That makes sense. So you get you get beep in class, you got to put that shit on solid to vibrate on your hip. Or in your pocket because everybody used to flip the flip the clip out and you had the pager in your pocket you right. flip the clip out so you could see the clip right. and then you get a page you look down at it hit the button and then you and it was always like 911 or you know 411 or whatever the, the the code that they had to put in it that means it was important so then you like, hey you know miss champion can i go to the bathroom please and then you go out all the way and use the payphone but now like, dude, my son got in trouble because now I'm having a full on conversation in class. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> on my little phone. Like, by the time, like, I wouldn't even know how to act if I didn't have, if I had to go eight hours without my phone. Like, what the hell would I do now? Like, I can't go eight hours with my phone. She almost got into an accident the other day because I was watching YouTube videos and driving. While driving, <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> I almost got into an accident on the way home from work. I don't do, I don't touch my phone when I'm at work, especially if I'm driving. If I'm driving a trash truck, I won't oh, touch my phone. Oh, fuck no. With how big that thing that, is? I'm not one of those people that's good at, I can't multitask like that. I just, no, I can't do it. It'll, <laughs> it'll, it, 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 it doesn't work. I can't multitask. I used to be able to be really good at it, but I can't drive and look at my phone. I'll be to kill somebody. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, 
it was it was just a really good it it made me feel good to watch it and that's the most important thing what type of feeling do you get off of what you watch if you watch something and you get no emotions off of it it's probably not that good you know to you some other people they get emotions off of something they like oh i really like this it made me feel this way it made me feel happy or sad or whatever it made you feel if it doesn't spark an emotion the writer didn't do a good job and everybody has a different emotional state so you know if it if it works for some people and it doesn't work for it that's okay it's okay for us to not everybody not to like something you know disagreements are okay They are. Their disagreements are okay. I don't know why that's such a big deal now. Nowadays, people get in a disagreement on TikTok and then they kill themselves. Like, what the hell? Somebody come, committed suicide because they had a disagreement? Holy shit. It's crazy. And we read about it every day in the papers. On in the, well, on news mostly. Because I don't think anybody reads the paper anymore. But, you know, we read, you know, news articles on our phones and stuff. And it's it's crazy how many kids is committing suicide because somebody said they was fat or they had ugly hair or something like or or they had a disagreement about a a shoe like somebody killed somebody because they um, somebody got killed over jordans like back in my days you used to get killed because somebody was stealing your jordans (laughs) 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 now people are killing themselves because somebody talked shit about jordans like they're jordans like dude really you killed yourself like, oh my God, what is the world coming to? And it's sad. It's so sad. It's I sit back and look at it. Sad. And I worry about my kids. I worry about my grandkids. I do. I worry about them because I'm like, dude, the world is so much different than it was when I was a kid. Right. Like when I was a kid, you had a disagreement. You got into a fight. You won or you lost. You know what I'm saying? That was it. There wasn't nothing more to it. You live to see another day. Nowadays, kids get in a disagreement and shoot each other in the face. <laughs> like, first off, where did y'all get guns at? You know what oh, I'm saying? Second crazy. off, why? What the hell? And and it just ruins everybody's life. That's why when my kids was young, I taught them about cause and effect. Always think about everything that you do before you do it because you got to look at how this could affect you and all the people around you, how it could affect the other people that's involved and their families. You got to think about all of that when, before you make a decision. Don't ever make decisions based on your emotions, because if you make decisions based on your emotions, your emotions will always fail you. So, but you look at these kids, they, you know, you take this kid, they in a like there, and this is there's factual data that has shown grown people, not just kids, grown people, shooting each other over Star Wars. There's been murders over Star Wars. Not only did you just ruin your life. I shot now you're first. going to prison. I'm just kidding. You ruined your whole family's life because <laughs> you're in prison. Whoever you shot and killed, you don't ruin their life. Their life is gone. Now, their whole family has to go through things. You know what I'm saying? They're heart- heartbroken and, and, and just beat up over the fact that their loved one is gone. That's a lot to deal with. It's not just about you and the other person. It's about a whole bunch of people that's involved because you don't involve all these other people. Over something of like a disagreement of, of, of because it wasn't canon. Like literally, there was a guy in Texas got killed because he said that Legends wasn't canon, and the other guy shot him. Some, some. I, I read an article about it. it. Happened about five years, five six years ago, and I was reading an article. I said, "Really, y'all? Sh- you shot somebody over Star Wars? <laughs> like, dude, I got, I've seen big fights in, in like the Broncos and Raiders. I've seen some fights." You know what I'm saying? When the Broncos and Raiders play each other, the fans go nuts. They be fighting everywhere. But 
over Star Wars, over the most, one of the most amazing things ever created in time, and you literally took somebody's life because they disagree with you about Star Wars. That's just freaking crazy. It's crazy. But it happens. The world we live in. It, it just happens. But I think a show like this, with the fundamentals that it provides for younger people, if, if the parents just watch it with them, teach them, show them the things that has happened with it, I think it could go a long way. I think it would be a great thing to do, help young people kind of get, get that push in the right direction. That's why I'm giving yeah. it. Yeah, but answer. at the same time, nothing can replace actual parenting though. So no, that's no, why, no, no, no. why I like what you said, where it's like, watch it with your kids and teach them. Yeah, teach them. And yeah, then move because them on up through no show on. is going to substitute a parent. Oh, no, 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 no. Parent no. telling their kid, hey, go watch TV. Mommy's busy. And by no means am I the best parent in the world. Right. I don't want Right, right. And I'm not saying that. I just want to. Yeah, my kids, I love my kids. I, I did pretty good so far. Three of them graduated. I got one more to go. Um, and, but, uh, yeah, they ain't doing it. They ain't, like, my oldest daughter got two kids already. She's 23, two baby daddies. Uh, my youngest daughter, she's doing pretty good. My oldest son, he's going through some things. And my youngest son is a pothead now. He just wants to get high. <laughs> so it's like, dude, you know, I, and I... Smoke weed. One of the biggest things, I, I got into an argument with a guy about that. Dude, there's there, people like, there's so many books. Most of the books that are written about people raising kids don't have no kids. And that's, every kid is different. Every single one of my kids is totally different than each right. other. They're nothing alike. So what worked with one of my kids didn't work with the other kids. So now you got to relearn how to do everything. You got to try different things. Like, and I wasn't ever a big, I didn't whoop my kids like that. I just, my dad didn't whoop me. We didn't really get like that. Yeah, I just was never, I didn't What? Kyle, you strike me as someone who got their ass whooped. <laughs> I didn't, not. My parents didn't shit. By the time I was like 13, I was running the streets doing whatever I wanted. Only thing my wow. mom used to say is you're just like your dad. When I come home, I'd be all beat up and shit. I'd be out fighting and drinking and, you know, doing dumb shit. And my mom used to just be like, you're just like your dad. I'm crawling through the front door, half beat to death. You know what I'm saying? You're just like your dad. Because my dad was a barroom brawler. That's what my dad did. That's That was his fun. He'll go to the bar, get drunk. And that's back in the day when you could go to the bar. Everybody just get up fighting and then they start drinking again. And have like nothing <laughs> happened. It was right. normal. That's how men reacted. That's how men did things. You got me. Your life sucked, man. You was working a job. You didn't want to work. Your wife was complaining all the time. You go to the bar. You get drunk with your buddies. Everybody gets into a big ass fight. Tear up the bar. Then everybody cleans it up and starts drinking again. <laughs> you got rid of all your problems. You just got all your anger out. Nobody was mad at nobody. Nobody killed nobody. Nobody did none of that shit. Everybody just went back to doing what they were doing. Fight Everybody club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's the difference. So, but I never got whoopings when I was little. Like I mean, I've got whooping. You know, I've got whooped. You know, a few times. But it was never. I, I my, my dad didn't believe in that stuff. He didn't believe in that. They just let me Man. learn on my own. They, I remember getting my out. ass spanked. You know, they'll let you go. Now, one thing my mom used to do, my mom used to have real long fingernails. And you'd be in the back seat of the car. And you'd be talking stuff and she'll be telling you to stop and you'd just keep doing it. And she'd reach around and smack you and she'd claw you with them goddamn long oh. ass nails. <laughs> Fuck your ass up. You have big ass look like fucking Wolverine that got a hold of your ass. Like, oh, that shit nah, was stinging dude. and shit. What? But that my only happened my like, mom's favorite move was getting dad's belt. But, uh, but you know, it, it, 
and I didn't want my kids, like when they got older, you know, I spanked them when they was little a few times, but and when they got older, you know, my oldest daughter tried to fight me. Shit, my youngest daughter kicked me in the nuts one time. <laughs> my oldest son, he tried to fight me. You know what I'm saying? Kids do that shit. I don't know why everybody tried to fight me for it. Like, I guess I'm just, they just all thought I was a pushover because I let them get away with everything. Because I was like, you're going to figure it out. You have no choice. That's the way the world right. is. You don't have to do all that, you know, beat your kids half to death and all that. They going to figure it out. The world is hard. You keep on making mistakes, you're going to figure it out because you're going to get smacked upside the face and you're going to be like, oh, shit, I need to change some things. And that's basically what happened. You know, my daughter got pregnant at 17. She was like, oop, got to be a mom. Like, I better get this this high school diploma. Better get this shit done. Get, and she jumped on top of it and she got everything done and she was good. And she's a great mom. Goes to work every day, takes care of her, handles her business. My son, he just realized that he didn't want to be broke. He was like, I don't want to be broke. I, I got to change my things. I didn't have to do anything. I just let the world train. Uh, the, I just, basically, I just gave them the information and let them figure it out on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the, that's the, most kids at teenage, they ain't listening to you anyway. So, you know, by the time you hit, I didn't listen to my parents. I did whatever the hell I wanted. And I, I mean, I turned out all right. You know, I got two degrees, done did voice acting, done did a lot of stuff that a lot of people can dream about doing. But it, and a lot of it was just look, being in the right place at the right time and just trying. Once I got, once I started having kids, once, once my, my kids got here, that's when I really, really settled down. I said, I need to focus more on the things I do. And you got to remember, I haven't always been around. You know what I'm saying? I was gone a lot. So a lot of that stuff right. falls on my ex-wife and my wife now because they did a lot of it. They did most of the training. That shit, they beat the hell out of my kids. I used to feel sorry for the kids. Like, ooh, shit. Ooh, your mama get, ooh, God. <laughs> and they get whooped and then they, I love on them. <laughs> and then my wife would be mad at me because I would love, oh, come here, baby. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a big pushover. And I'm the same way with my grandson. Uh, my grandson, so funny. we wake up, we wake up in the morning. And when when my grandson, my youngest, uh, my oldest grandson was the youngest, he'd wake up, wife would be gone, daughter would be gone, and he'd wake up and he'd be like, Big Pop, because that's what my grandkids call me is Big Pop. He said, Big Pop, can we have ice cream for breakfast? Let's do it. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> we had ice cream for breakfast and cookies, but, you know, I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm a big pushover when it, when it comes to my kids and my grandkids. I've always been. I'm a big pushover when it came comes to everybody. I just don't like I don't like being angry. I hate being angry. I, I want to be happy. That's what I love about Star Wars so much. Star Wars makes me happy. You know, I can sit back and watch Star Wars and go play with my puppy, and I'm happy. That's all I need. I'm content. <laughs> Do some podcasts, talk about the things that I care about. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. Talk to my kids. Spend time with my grandchildren. It's I'm I'm a simple person. I don't need all the this big fancy stuff. I learned a long time ago, happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. You either choose to be happy or you choose to be angry. And, Dude, and that's angry. tough. That's tough. But like, it's so true. It's so hard to like accept, but it's so true. It's a lot easier to be happy than it is to be angry. Right. Like if you if you ever watch. You know how, like, say you and your girlfriend or your wife or whatever get into an argument. My girlfriend, yeah. Sleep, My other you girlfriend. <laughs> you are so tired when you get into an argument. You know what I'm saying? You wake up the next morning, you're tired. It just, it just drains you. 
But when you're happy, you're always full of energy. You know what I'm saying? You just you feel better. Right. So I chose a long time ago just to be happy. I'm like, I'm just going to be. It's a choice. And basically, happiness is a choice. Every emotion is a choice. You either choose to do it or you choose not to do it. And people's like, oh, man, people can make you angry. Yeah, they can make you angry. But you could also choose to shut off the anger and turn back on the happiness. Find something that makes you happy. Like what makes me happy is looking at pictures of my grandkids. Like I got pictures every morning. And this is what the psychologist told me, which I, I already knew because I went to school for psychology. But because they MS, when when whoever when you get um, diagnosed with MS, they make you talk to a counselor because there's so many people that commit suicide on MS. Like mm -hmm. that's who Dark, Dr. Kovarkian was, MS and ALS. That's the people he was helping commit suicide. So you have to talk to a counselor. So I talked to the counselor lady and she's like, just take, you know, a picture of your grandkids, something that makes you want to live. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there like, lady, I don't want to kill myself. So I don't, this ain't important. I love me too much to kill me. <laughs> I love um, but, you know, her just going over it, you know what I'm saying? She was like, so every single morning I get up and that's the first thing I do is I look at videos and watch videos of my grandkids and I look at pictures and I, it just makes me happy. And then I get on TikTok and stuff and I look at all the great Star Wars memes and I laugh and, and you know, I post some stuff and I try to make, I always try to post stuff that's either inspirational or funny. Because it's just, it makes life more enjoyable. I want people to 100%. be happy. I don't want nobody to be fucked up and sad and fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like, I don't like that. I want people to be happy. And Star Wars makes me happy. That's why we do a Star Wars podcast. Because it makes us happy. So I want to make other people happy talking about it. You know, maybe I'll say something that'll change somebody's mind or change somebody's opinion or, you know, whatever it may be. And that's kind of what this show is based on. I mean, not just this show, but the, the Tales of the Young Jedi Adventures. It's about just teaching you life lessons and making people happy. You know, let's make people happy. Look at the one little show where they're, where, where they're in the race. And they race in, and then they help each other pull the ships out so they can finish the thing, and the girl wins. She was like, I'll get you next, but they're all smiling, they're all happy, they work together. Everything worked out. It was just it was just nice. It was so nice, and it was refreshing to see somebody, instead of saying, oh, I'd rather burn in hell than help you. You know what I'm saying? Let's just help each other. It was it just, the fundamentals were just so nice. It just made you feel good. And... I hope the new Ray movie makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and back to reality. <laughs> but overall, I gave it an eight. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm giving it a, an eight more or less for, if, if I was rating it as an adult, it'd probably be a six because it's just not really adult. You know, it's not for adults. But for kids, it made me feel like a kid again. I tried to view it like if I was, you know, like five, six years old and I was watching it for the, you know, watching, watching it for the first time. I tried to view it like that. And overall, I gave it eight. I thought it was very cute. I thought it was well, well done. I thought the story was really good. And I thought that the morals that it taught were excellently chosen. The, you know, the morals that they push is some of the morals that this world really right. needs to have back. Yeah. Clinton's comment kind of made me laugh. He goes, what? I never got whooped. My mom just said, wait till your dad gets here. And he never showed up. <laughs> that that made me kind of laugh. That's so sad, but Clint, you delivered that perfectly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm just kidding. My dad, oh, fuck you, Clinton. I'm just kidding. He's like, my dad once whooped me 25 times and I was grounded for six months. Uh, my mom was worse than my dad. Yeah, my mom was worse than my dad, too. That's because, man, we're just big pushovers. We're not really, like...
I mean, hearing about stories like your dad did what? Like, dude, your dad. My dad, suck. my dad would yell, but my dad never like tried to hit me because he was like, my dad was big, dude, so he wasn't about to like. Well, and see, that's the thing, you know. I think a lot of it comes down to that because when you think about it, like I didn't want to hurt my kids. Like right. I see what I've done to grown ass men. Like I don't want to get my kid. What if I actually hit him too hard? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, my kid will die. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I didn't want to hit my kid. You know, I just didn't. I didn't like doing. It. I used to make them do open ranks. That's the most worst shit. You want to punish? You can have kids. You want to punish your kids? Make them do open ranks. My kids hated that shit. I'm make like, them do, do open, what? Open ranks where you got to stand there with the arms out like this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, my kids hated that shit. That's what I. That's how I used to punish my kids. I'm like, do open ranks. How long I got to do it for? Till I tell you to stop. <laughs> I just leave them there for like 20 minutes. Hold their arms up. They be crying. <laughs> they hated that shit worse than they be like. Can you just please boy me? Don't do some open ranks. <laughs> Damn, that's a good idea. How do you get them to do it? They just be like, no, fuck you, and they just <laughs> run away. My kids didn't say no because I'd be like, I'll tell your mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my ex-wife and my wife did not play that shit. Shit, that whoop. Mom was one, time a scary my, one. one time my wife came home and whooped me and the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> my dumb ass. So I was looking in the freezer. And I don't know where the hell these things came from, but there was some shrooms in the freezer. Oh, jeez. And my wife, like, her mom took her to the hospital or something. Something was going on with her. But I couldn't go because I was a high on shrooms, so I stayed with the kids. And then just me playing with the kids was like the most amazing day of my entire life. Like I had so high much fun. I was like, this is the good. They was jumping off the furniture. They broke the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was hilarious. <laughs> I said, this is the greatest day ever. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh, man. I that's gonna like, be a goal like, of mine now, Kyle. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's my goal. Is like get high on shrooms and play with my kids. <laughs> it was the greatest. Like still to this day, I have never had more fun than that in my entire life. Wow. Like, n- there's nothing that I've and I've been to Disneyland. I've been to other countries. I've been I've been all around the United States. I've been did so much stuff. I raced BMX. I've skateboarded. I, but I that was the that night was the most fun that I ever had in my entire life. Like that, that, that's one memory that I will never lose. I will never lose that memory. Cause, and when my wife came home, she whooped me and she literally whooped me with a belt. And it was <laughs> so her, worth it. I was literally, she was hitting me with the belt. I'm holding my arm up. She's hitting me with the belt and I'm laughing cause everything is fucking funny cause I'm on troops. <laughs> Even though it hurt, I was, she just, she beat us all. Cause we broke the coffee table. The couch was broke. There was a bunch of broke shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was fucking hilarious. It was the most fun I ever had ever. It was like, it was all worth it. And like, she was whooping the kids for breaking the coffee table and then I was laughing and I wouldn't stop laughing. So she started hitting me with the belt. <laughs> I was like, why you hitting me? I'm an adult. And she was like, yeah, you're like an adult right now. You're like one of the kids. I'm gonna hit you like going to the kids. I was like, but it was like, that was one of the greatest days of my entire life. I would never forget. And my kids was all, I think they were like, I think my youngest son was like one or two, so he was just a little baby, and then my other daughter was like six, and then my other kids were like ten, and it was it was just like the most fun ever. I never that was the most fun I ever had. That and the first time that I sat down, all my kids, we all sit down, 
got popcorn and everything, and we watched uh, Star Wars for the very first time. It was two days. Yeah. It was two days that just was like the greatest thing ever. It was like just the best feeling to sit there and watch my kids say, "Wow," when the Force happened or the lightsabers, and even they was talking shit like, "Dad, Dad, this is boring," because you know we watched New Hope first. And, uh, <laughs> you know, New Hope is kind of because you watch New Hope first, and you know, everybody Hope knows New Hope is and drawn out at, at the beginning until you get towards the end, and then the exciting stuff starts happening. But you know, just sitting there watching with it, it was like the one of the most amazing things for them to tell me that they like this, and I was like, I knew it. He's like, I've succeeded as a father. <laughs> but it—that's yeah. what this gave me. It gave me that type of feeling. Like, I really wish my grandkids and my kids was here for me to watch it with them. I really do. Shit, me and my brother-in-law was sitting there watching. My brother-in-law's 51 years old. We're sitting there watching fucking Young Jedi Adventures. He was like, hey, this is a pretty good show. <laughs> what is this? How this high were you? Cartoon. How high were you? <laughs> I went high. Ah. He might have been high, but I went high. <laughs> but I can't smoke. Man, I wish I could smoke. I can't smoke. I fucking smoke. I'll suck for the next three months. I can't do it. And I only take I only take an edible every great once in a while when I'm just like I had to take one in Colorado just because I my medicine I don't know if it was the altitude or something but I was feeling really fucking bad I was like dude I gotta do something I'm hurting bad so I grabbed an edible ate it and then it like I was cool until right after we got off the podcast and then it made me sick and I just threw up everywhere and I was like what the hell I don't know what it was but my son my oldest son the last time he went back to Colorado he he got sick it made him real sick I don't know if it's just the altitude switch or whatever being so high up I don't know but yeah I, can, I don't know I can't I can't do anything it's you're so, the first uh, ones to legalize it so I don't know what the <laughs> Clint says, I smoke every damn day of my life well hopefully I will and it's just good well and another reason I don't smoke is because I have a CDL and if you get oh yeah they got that new uh uh, it's called a clearinghouse thing. If you get caught with marijuana in your system and you fail a piss test with the clearinghouse, that shit goes on your clearinghouse for the rest of your That's nationwide. So even though I ain't got to worry about worry about it like that, because I'm you know, saying that's not what I do, but if I got caught, I would lose my CDL. And then it would go nationwide. It, you would never be able to get a job using your CDL again. For right. at least for five years, it takes five years for it to go off your record. So for the next five years, you're screwed. So it's just not worth it. Right. You know, plus I don't, I've never been like, the last time I got high, like smoked some weed, like I smoked at my wedding. I don't even remember my wedding. <laughs> like at all. And then I smoked, you know, the biggest one when my daughter was, my oldest daughter was a baby, I smoked and I couldn't feel her breathing. Like, and I flipped the fuck out, like, like I couldn't feel her breathing. I thought she was dead. I flipped the fuck out. Damn. And ever since then, I just I, I I don't know. I don't like the way it makes me feel. I get all paranoid and I feel all fucked up. I can't talk. I can't think. I can't. I, I'm too creative for that. Like I'm always creating. And when I get high, I'm just fucking stupid. I'm just wanting people to just dumb. Like I'm just high. If somebody asks me a question, yeah. I'll say what the, the the sky is blue. I asked you what kind of gas the car took. I'm that person. So it's just. It's one of those things that you learn as you grow. You know, there's yeah. some people out there like my little brother, that motherfucker smokes weed every goddamn day. He be fucking at work high. That motherfucker works 10 times better high than he does fucking sober. Yeah. Like if he's fucking sober, he sucks. 
Like I know those guys too. Like they, that's just it helps them function. But yeah, and I can't. I'm the exact opposite. I smoke weed, and for the next month, I suck at everything. <laughs> like I can't do it. It's just it fucks my damn brain up. So you just as you grow, you learn who you are. My thing was drinking, and it sucks that I can't drink no more. Like it's fucking terrible. I love to drink. Well, I drink like I fucking. I used to get up in the morning, fucking drink before I went to work, drink at work, <laughs> drink when I got off work. I, I fucking loved alcohol, but it never. It, like I wasn't never one. I wasn't like I would say I'm an alcoholic because I drank all fucking day long. But I never got drunk. Like I would never get drunk. I just get that little buzz and just keep that buzz. I like just to have buzz. I didn't like being drunk. I just like to have that right. little buzz. Like right when you start feeling it kicking in, I tried to keep it right there all the time. And I got pretty good at it for a long time. But then, you know, when I moved Shit. down here, first off, like I thought it would be better because I'm at a lower altitude. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to be able to drink way more. Nope, that shit didn't work. I got fucked up. <laughs> and then now that I'm on this medication, I can't do shit. Like I literally drank like one shot, fell off the fucking couch, bust my face on a coffee table. Like, and I have cameras in my house. So, you know what I'm saying? It was on videotape. So my brother-in-law, my wife and everybody, my son and everybody was watching it over and over and over again. I just like, <laughs> like, no, that's it. I'm done. I got teased. So I got teased for like a month. They kept calling me lightweight. Like I, before they got, took this medicine, I could drink all y'all under the table. <laughs> now I can't even drink a shot without busting my face. <laughs> yeah it's just I don't know I just and I, I think at a, I think at a certain age you just go out of shit I'm, I, I like not drinking now like at first I was like this is gonna suck I have to quit drinking this says right on the bottle do not drink I said oh yeah they all say that shit then I drink I got fucked me up but for me it's up. for <laughs> me it's like the high after I leave the gym yeah like after you exercise like and you push yourself i that's that's what i like that feeling right there oh that's a great feeling yeah i used to love that feeling especially after i (laughs) 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 no i didn't ever take liquids i took the pills They, 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 <laughs> these are just pro hormones. This shit is steroids. I can gain a hundred pounds in a month. What are you talking about? All <laughs> 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 natural, <route>, baby. <laughs> I went from one. I think I was like one sixty nine, one seventy, up to two fifty in three months. Shit. How tall are you? Six foot. Oh damn. I was looking big. <laughs> I was fucking big. I couldn't even wipe my ass no more. Fuck, like that's huge, dude. What? <laughs> I was fucking big. I still got stretch marks, and that shit was 20 years ago. I was fucking, I was so big, but I, the crazy thing is what they don't tell you. Yeah, you look good, but what they don't tell you is when you, and I was taking pro hormones. I was buying this shit at a store. There was a store called Max Muscle in Denver. It was owned by uh, Carl Mecklenburg and his son. And, uh, but, they, they say it was pro heroin, but then they outlawed it and said, this shit is steroid, you can't use this shit. But I've already had use, I already took a cycle and I grew fast. But what they don't tell you is, yeah, you might get big as shit, but your legs and your ankles and your joints is gonna hurt so bad because you didn't slowly grow. Right. And let, let your lo- like, and, and your like ligaments didn't grow with it. Like, oh man, it I was, was just so your muscles. Man, my my yeah. freaking knees and ankles hurt so bad. 
Oh, that shit was terrible. I was big as shit. And the only reason I did it because I was going to buy a motorcycle. Because I bought a motorcycle and I wanted it to be buff to ride my motorcycle in the summertime. <laughs> what? That's the only reason I did it. That was all it was. I bought a motorcycle. I was like, I'm about to get buff so I can ride a fucking motorcycle. And that was it. That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy, you know, bro. Skinny ass dude. Like back then, my hair was long. I was like, I'm going to be buff, long hair, just flowing on my bike. Every, you know what I'm saying? All the women is going to be fucking. Bro, I would know. kill to see a picture of this. <laughs> shit, I would kill to see that shit. I think my ex-wife burnt all of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I only got two pictures of my dog. My first dog that I trained for weight pulling. I only got two pictures of him. I can't find no other pictures of him. My, when me and my wife, my ex-wife split up. Yeah, she did some bad shit. She basically took a bunch of my pictures, all my football cards. I had like Joe Montana's rookie card, Walter really? Payton's rookie card. She put them all in the bathtub and burnt all that shit. Burnt everything. I had Michael Jordan's rookie card in there. My dad has one. Um, I had a Mickey Mantle. That shit, like back then, that shit was like worth like almost like a million dollars then. I'm, I can just imagine what it's worth now. So I had been collecting football cards well, I got my dad's fo football baseball and uh, basketball cards because my dad collected and he gave them to me and then I had them for years and then my ex-wife burnt them off all my pictures like all like I have like one baby picture of myself because my mom gave me all my baby pictures and stuff right and damn dude she went she went scorched earth on your ass <laughs> so but and just, you know, like people said back, that's one of the things I hear people talking all the time. You know, they're like, oh, that bitch, dude, it's always takes two people. Like I wasn't the best husband. You can't come home and call your wife a bitch every day and expect her to be a fucking good wife. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, bitch, why the house ain't clean? Fuck, what the hell's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? I was just, it took me a long time and a lot of growth to become the person that I am today, you know? I went through a, just like everybody else, you know, and that's why I tell my kids, you're going to go through a lot of things. You have to learn, you know, you learn from mistakes. You don't learn from successes. You learn from your mistakes. You make a mistake. Don't do that shit again. Right. And, you know, like now me and my wife, my wife that I have now, we, we great. We rarely ever argue, you know, I think that's one of the things about today is like people, it's harder for them to take responsibility and because they don't take responsibility. They don't learn from those mistakes. It's a, that's a that's definitely a possibility because you know you you hear about like the people on social media and we've seen it you know everybody got social media somebody says something fucked up to you you say something fucked up back yeah. and it goes back and forth you're arguing on social media you don't even know who this person is endless cycle <laughs> and and people say fucked up shit to you and you don't think about the consequences of the fucked up shit you say back you don't think about this person you know you don't think about what they're going through in their life and it just kind of messes everything up you know and i think that that's one of the things that really need i'm a big proponent i mean shit, we do a podcast you know i mean you gotta have free speech but i think there's some point that you got to put some regulations on some shit and say hey, you know this is not okay to say this on free speech okay. Not on free speech nah. so much. I'm just saying on like hate speech and shit like that. Like there's a lot of nasty shit being said. And you're saying it to some you don't know this person's situation. This person might be, you know what I'm saying, homeless, you know, or 
because shit, you see homeless people with cell phones all the damn time. You ain't got nowhere to live, but you got a cell phone. <laughs> it, it blows my mind. But you don't know their situation. You don't know what they've been through in their life. Right. And that's why I try to look at people. And I see people that's angry. I tell you one thing, and it fucks people up. It makes my, my wife mad too all the time because people say something fucked up to me, and I just be like, "Yeah, I love you too." I just tell everybody I love them all the time. I say the shit all the time. And my wife be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because that shit just diffuses the situation. It's hard to be mad at somebody that tells you that I love you. She gets mad at me when we all right. too, and I'll be like, I love you. Fuck you. I love you. I just keep saying it. It just diffuses the situation. Makes shit easier. And fuck, the world needs more love in it. And that's one thing that used to be so great about the Star Wars community because everybody loved each other. And then all of a sudden it just went to shit for some reason. I don't know. Because people just stopped caring about each other's feelings. Like you didn't. If you said you didn't like the sequel trilogy, then somebody like, oh, I mean, I, th- I thought it was great. And then you would discuss what it was, like what I liked about it right. and disliked about it. And they would discuss it. It wasn't no big deal. People can't people disagree anymore. It's so you sad. said, I don't like the fucking sequel trilogy. I fucking whoop your ass. Like, what the hell? Jesus Christ, I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> like, because I'm too old. I'm too old to be fighting now. I don't fight no more. If I get to that point, I'm gonna shoot you. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not doing all that fucking fighting no more. I'm too old. It takes too long to hear. Last time somebody hit me in the fucking eye, it took like two months for that shit to go back to the norm. Why is it? No, I ain't doing this no yeah. more. Does it really take that long now? It took a long ass time. Shit, the yeah. other day I, I had a I'll bounce back in like two days. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're young. I know. I got the other day. I was that's on what I have to look forward to. I hit. I was on the truck. I was on the back of the truck and I threw the bag in or whatever and I did something, jumped on the back of the truck while I hit my leg. And well, this was happening about a month ago. I had a bruise like big as a softball on my leg. And that shit is still there. This shit happened like three weeks, three, four weeks ago. It might have been over a month now. And just had a giant ass bruise on my damn leg. I was like, what the fuck? All right. We kind of been just rambling about all kind of different shit. It was all based on on, on the the morals and, and ethics of the of the show. This brought up a lot of questions and it, it brought up a lot of good things too. But Got I think we should look on at his some, little TED Talk rant. Yeah, I think we should look at some news. Um, oh, I did see one. Um, fans were asking about uh, Rogue One. Um, did you see that, Kyle? No, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. So they were asking Tony a bunch. Uh, apparently, there's fans asking if there's going to be uh, like uh, an extended version of Rogue One. And Tony Gil- Gilroy says there will not ever be an extended cut and that the best possible version of Rogue One was a theatrical release. Like, how can you extend it? They died at the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like an extended version. So, like, they include deleted scenes or whatever but yeah, I, could, I think that says something about tony gilroy dude i i think we saw in rogue one i think we saw in an andor this guy makes quality shit okay yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm, and he doesn't gilroy, need to I do can't. an extended cut he had a, a work of art in mind and he fine-tuned it and that's what happened in andor that's what happened in rogue one i respect well, him <laughs> i mean like I don't like I like Rogue One man Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies so I don't I don't think that they should change I wouldn't want to see any changes made in it I like it just the way it is 
and you see what happens when they start putting in deleted scenes and adding stuff to it we get the stupid extended versions of the original trilogy that they put job of the hud in there all cgi'd and all ugly and stupid looking and like i don't know why george put all that crap in there he just messed the damn movie up it was perfectly fine the way it was like don't <laughs> fix something that ain't broken like it was perfect like i i, I would much rather watch the original trilogy the original version than i would that extended weird version that got you know han jumping on han, um, jabba's tail and all that weird stuff and the extra scenes and the the, the people in the background they ain't supposed to be there it, it just made it weird so I, yeah. I understand where tony was coming from like i don't think that, i like rogue one just the way that it was dude i loved rogue one i i, I don't know like i think it's one of the best like it's up there it's in my top five so yeah no yeah. complaints from me i think what i think when we rated it it was number three wasn't it out of all of them one that rogue one, it. for no, me it was four no, personally the, or like overall say radio one. Oh, one it, i don't, no, I I don't know four. overall what it was i think it was for me four. it's probably it like four. two or three then it went um no, it might have been three. I think it was Rogue One, The Empire Strikes Back, and then we put Revenge of the Sith as our number one as a group when we yeah. voted on them. I think that's the way it went. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the that sounds at that right. episode. Um, there's a lot of stuff about J John Boyega in the... Uh, um, in dude, the news. Which, which scares me because... I hope when, that they bring him dude, back. Dude, I think I you're right. Show, I hope that they bring him back. I hope that he's in the movie. I hope that dude, they find out he actually saying, is like, force sensitive. Dude, we're bringing back all these actresses and actors and actresses. Let's just redo them, please. Like, just redo them. Well, redo the sequels. Like, we could do them better. So you know how in the in in the Lego special, when they have him in the Lego special, he's learning how to. Uh, Ray is teaching him how to be a Jedi, like he's her apprentice. I think that they should do that in the movie. I think that they should redeem. Finn and make him uh, make him the Jedi he was supposed to be in the original if they would have because they screwed him they screwed the pooch on that one and I think I think that, 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 that I think they should redeem him I think that that's somebody that the fans have said it many of times I think Disney should listen and they should bring him back and he can be her first apprentice I really uh, think that that's how, what they should do. I don't should know. Do. I, and then I just think they should read. I honestly just wish they would redo the sequels. I wish they would too, but Disney's already said they're not ever. The sequels are what they are. They're not ever. They're not ever going to take it back. A man can dream though, can he? <laughs> um, Jedi Survivor has been getting a shit ton of, uh, of publicity. They're saying it's really, really good. There is some bugs. They're working out the bugs, but it is... So they already got a, a patch uh, for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Um, I guess patch number four went out, and I guess it fixed a bunch of stuff. Um, so I, it's getting a lot of good reviews. Somebody said it's the best Star Wars game ever, and I was like, dude, you're crazy. Yeah, you can't be Battlefront 2. I don't even know about Star Wars video games, but just watching the gameplay on YouTube, because I watched a couple videos on the gameplay, and I'm like, dude, the graphics is freaking amazing. 
graphics is really good but i i don't know i didn't like the way that it was like the and it might have been the person that was playing it. i don't know what they were exactly playing because i don't know too much about it but like watching just them play it just didn't seem very like it seemed like it would be fun but it didn't seem like it was like battlefront when you watch the battlefront people playing battlefront that shit or battlefront 2 people playing that shit seemed like it just seemed like it's way better <laughs> to me that's just viewing i don't know i don't i haven't played neither one of them so i can't i can't really say but just watching other people play it just seemed like battlefront 2 was better battlefront 2 was oh so good um, <laughs> and it it also it top sale although it, honestly it's probably better in my memory than it actually was <laughs> and you just haven't played at the t- survivor yet so yeah you, and it's also like the nostalgia mind. of it you, like being with the boys and, and like you and cj is gonna have to give like the the overall gameplay on that you know yeah. what i'm saying and if you get it we might even do some videos we might do some gameplay videos let y'all just go on there and just play and just like really do like a real review of you guys playing the game and like how you guys feel about the game playing it um i have to a lot of people saying the rancor encounter is like one of the uh, most amazing things ever they said um, it was super hard yeah it was super duper hard um there was a mandalorian one that i seen um uh, something about the mandalorian is the best star wars ever and i was like what i didn't get a chance to read the article i just seen it uh, uh, That's all the news I had. Is that um, that Rogue One was like, wants to star in a Captain Rex spinoff? That was one of the ones I want to bring up, and I'm, I, I would I would be I, down for that. I don't think no, no, no. I, I'm down to see Captain Rex. I don't think you could do a spinoff of just him, though. Is my my concern? With I that. think you could, but I don't. Know, I think that they, they should do it animated. I don't think they should do it live action. Oh, I think they should do it. I don't know. I think they should do it animated. Because you have Rex in the Bad Batch. Show us what Rex is doing while he's like getting everybody together and then what causes him to go to the planet with him, Wolf, and uh, uh, Gregor. Why did they go there? What happened to cause them to go there? I want to know that. That's something that I want to know. So to do a spinoff series of Rex, like him getting the clones, saving the clones, doing all the stuff that he's been doing behind the scenes, like what's going on with him during the Bad Batch time and it leads them up to them three being on that planet together and catching the giant worms i would lo- i would like to see that i think that they could really do a good a good animated series and let uh let tamara morrison be the voice of captain rex i think that they could do that i think that that would be would be better than a live action because i don't know it just like i think a lot of people are going to be confused um a lot of just seeing him. seeing him being Captain Rex <laughs> that's, after he was just that's fair. <laughs> even though everybody knows that they're all clones it just, I think it would just be confusing I think it would be something that would be way better off as an animated series. I don't know I, I'd rather watch it live action but that's because I like live action better so it's a little yeah. bit biased <laughs> um, Dave Filoni says Thrawn is definitely going to be a big threat in a new Republic era and I have a feeling that it's going to lead all the way up to uh, a new hope. I think that Thrawn is going to, or not a new hope, but um, to the sequel trilogy. I think Thrawn's going to be the that the the person. He's going to be the the main bad guy in um, in in the time period from 
from the spin up from what's coming from Ahsoka and then Mandalorian and everything that's happening from this point forward. I think Thrawn is going to be the big, the big bad guy. And I think that the Sith that we see in Ahsoka, I think that they are going to, they're clones. I think they're going to be some type of, uh, they're going to be some type of clones of the, of the Jedi's that were, that they had in, in the Mandalorian and in Kenobi. I think that they're going to be some type of, uh, of they use their genetics to create these these new Sith that we see in the thing. Because if they think about it like this, if you think back to um, uh, Here to the Empire, the Jedi that they were using, that Thrawn was using in Here to the Empire was a clone. So I think that that's how they're tying in Here to Empire to this time period because they can't, they're not just going to use mm -hmm. the book. We know that they're not just going to use the book and just go off the book because it, the book, it, it has to do with Ahsoka and then you had Luke and all that stuff in the, in here to the Empire. Um, and I don't think that they're going to do that because here to the Empire had Luke, Leia, and Han in it. So then that means you have to redo three major characters and I just don't see them doing that. They might have right. Luke and Ahsoka, but I think that they, they, they're battling a clone of a Jedi. That's who they're they're fighting in here to the Empire. Mm -hmm. So I think these new Sith that we see in the Ahsoka trailer are going to be clones of Jedi's. That's the reason that we keep seeing these. Everything's been based around cloning. Seeing it in Obi Wan Kenobi, we kind of see where they have all the Jedi's in them tubes. Or the right. They, that's why they've been buckling down on cloning so yeah, much. Yeah, they've been because I think these Sith are going to be clones. I think Thrawn is going to be the one pulling the strings on these clones that they're making to fight to Ahsoka and Luke. And I think that that's what we're going to see. That's my prediction, anyway. That's what I think we're going to see. And I'm, yeah, I'm down because if it's anything, if they, if they, if if Dave has really like, cause I know he's a big fan here to the empire is one of his favorite books. If he sticks to that like format in his writing and he already said that he wrote all of them. He said that he wrote all the episodes of Ahsoka. So we got one writer. It's not gonna be jumping all over the place. And you know, got one writer. It's gonna have a linear story. That's one of the things he said he wanted. He wanted to, the uh, article or interview. I can't remember which one that I read. Or uh, I seen he said that he it's basically one whole story that's, that's leading up to the movie. That's a, when he started writing. They had already mm -hmm. been talking about the movie. So when he started writing um, Ahsoka, it like it's not it's just not going to jump around. It's like one linear story. So I think it's going to lead up. And I think that's going to be a lot better because then we're going to get something. I mean, he wrote all of Rebels, so. I think we're going to get something that, that that is really good, and I think him using the baseline of him liking here to the empire, uh, here to the empire so much, I think the cloning Jedi is going to come involved in there. I think that's going to be our connection to here to the empire. We have Thrawn, another connection right. to here to the empire. I don't think that the story is going to be the the story of here to the empire, but I think that he's using that format. And I put you. a lot of those type of characters within the within the story, which I think is going to be a great thing. Yeah, it, I, it definitely boosted my in, intrigue when it came to Ahsoka. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, Ahsoka, just still, I think it's either going to be really, really good 
or it's going to be like a huge disappointment. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just don't see Dave letting. I don't see Dave letting Ahsoka be bad. It's just his baby. He created Ahsoka. He he wrote her all through the uh, the Clone Wars. He wrote her all the way up into the um uh right. He, he wrote her in Rebels in season seven when it came, when it came out. Disney's to make sure that he wrote that in season seven because season seven came after the purchase from Disney. So. They they bought him and that was basically his introduction into into Disney Lucas films was season seven of the Clone Wars. He wrote that phenomenally. Um, I, I I just have a very bad thing to say that he wrote a bad, which could be wrong. You know, you never know. You got people in your ear telling y'all you should do this, you should do this, you this would be good, this would be good. I mean, it, it, it's hard when you're working with a lot of different people. But right. I, I I have very high hopes for it. That that's my high that and Andor is my two high hopes. Andor season Andor. two and Dude, Ahsoka. I'm so excited. Acolyte, oh, I did see uh, Andor is supposed been, to cover like at least the last couple episodes of Andor are supposed to cover like like right before Rogue One. Yeah, it's, it, it, it leads all the way up. So each four, ep- I, I guess they're out of the season, each four episodes covers five years. Right. Or a year. It covers a year, five years. Whatever the, the distance is, it, each four episodes and then the last one leads right up to the beginning. Like, it's like right up to The actual it. last scene is like the when they're in the freaking... In, um, and Andor shoots the dude, uh, his informant, and runs from the Stormtrooper. It's supposed to lead right up to that point. Which is going to be sick because right after I'm done watching Andor, I'll watch Rogue One. But so I think there's going to be, I think, like, and Acolytes, I'm hearing up and down stuff about Acolytes. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I'm getting kind of worried about Acolytes. I know, it's hard. But seeing the trailer and seeing how it has more of like that medieval feel. You know, so I, like, you know, back alley, you right. know, uh, saloon type, you know, thing. I, I'm kind of excited, but at the same time, I, I don't know. It just, I, I, I keep hearing stuff and seeing stuff. It, I get kind of excited. Like, I hear something really good about it. Like, you know, and then I hear something bad about it. I'm like, oh, man, what the hell? So, I don't know. Um, Skeleton Crew, kind of been quiet on Skeleton Crew. They haven't talked too much about Skeleton Crew since uh, May the 4th. Don't know what I think about it yet uh, that's going to be another I tough know. one I just, everybody's talking about it's going to be like what do they say stranger things yeah dude enough with the fucking kids man like, like we we have so like many of these kind of shows like and the goonies and shit i heard that somebody say that that's what it's going to be like so i don't know what you know this is all bullshit because don't nobody really know the answers unless you're right there and a lot of the, a lot yeah. of the stuff that comes out is just rumors but I'm, you know, I'm excited for any new Star Wars that comes out. And it kind of sucks that we don't know when Skeleton Crew is coming out. They just say this year, and we right. know Ahsoka's coming out in August. So it's like, dude, you're gonna literally leave us the entire summer with no Star Wars. That sucks. Which is kind of a good marketing thing too, because people are doing more things in the summertime. You know, people are going out, they're taking trips, they're doing a lot more stuff in the summertime when it's warm. So it might not be a great idea. Because <laughs> people are out, they're not sitting at home watching TV. So, as a marketing side, you probably wouldn't want to. But then, on the other hand, some some of the biggest movies. But then you go to the movie theater, you're still getting out of the house. More people are outside of the house, so I I can see why movies come out during the summertime. But a TV series, you know, to come out in the summertime, you know, 
That's usually the time where all the reruns is playing. Usually, you know, it's August comes out with the new season and then summertime is the rerun time. So I don't know, we'll have to see. It would be nice if they brought it out in, in the summer or at least, you know, midsummer and then let it up to, you know, however many episodes and they've got a small little break again and then we get Ahsoka. I'm I'm excited for the stuff that's, that's coming out. I'm excited for the movies. I'm really excited for Don and the Jedi, especially because Tim said that they could use whatever, anything out of the book, out of his book that they want to use. The book was amazing. I want to see Jedi. I want to see how they came up with lightsabers. Um, and uh, the second book to Donna the Jedi it's really not the second book but uh, it kind of explains that just in the same time period got the same uh, the same uh, characters in it but it leads up to the lightsaber it leads up to where it kind of breaks off from the Sith and the Jedi kind of break off and it was more dark side and light side um, but Don of the Jedi was a phenomenal book. So I want to see, you know, you know, the Jedi using swords instead of lightsabers, the balance of the force over the thing. And, you know, I guess they talked to Tim and asked him and Tim told him, um, yeah, y'all can use whatever y'all want from the books. Even if, he even told him if you want, if y'all want me to help y'all write it, I will help y'all write it. So it, 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 that's all good news to me because I'm, I'm I was a big fan of Donner the Jedi. It was one of one of the first books that I read of the of Legends. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, I read a lot of books before I got to Donner the Jedi. I don't even think Donner the Jedi was out when I started reading Star Wars books. Um, but I, it, it is one of my favorite. That's why I started the the Sway podcast with Donner the Jedi because it's, it's a very interesting book and it gives you a different outlook on Jedi at the time because they wasn't dark side or light side users. They was the balance Ashley right. Bogan. Right. So I think that that's going to be a great thing. Um, and that's about all I had on news. I didn't. That's about all I had. I mean, we've talked a lot tonight. I think it's yeah. Yeah, we covered a lot of stuff. But oh, you didn't ever give your your your, your oh my rating. Like yeah. Well, I, I didn't finish the entire series, so I watched most of the episodes, but I didn't quite finish. Based off what I saw, I mean, like, are you asking for my personal ranking or like just what I think about the show in general? What do you think about the show, just Okay. My unbiased opinion, like, it was a good show for kids. I'd probably give it like a seven or eight. Now, what would you give it if it was just you? Like, is this something that I would watch for myself again? Probably no. Never, so you not a chance. Like a three, probably. You are just, but I, you are just anti fucking. Animation. Dude, if I'm gonna watch a kids show, I'd rather watch Scooby Doo, <laughs> just because like that's what I grew up with. It's yeah. hard for me to like, I don't know, but like for kids nowadays, bro, all good. Seven or eight, like probably eight. I'd probably say, yeah. like, I like awesome it. show, I awesome it. show. I think more kids should watch it. All right, guys. We're gonna get out of here. Um, oh, I, I I'm start, I'm about to start on another puzzle, so we're gonna be doing another giveaway of a puzzle. Um, I gotta figure out because that shit was expensive as shit to send it to you, Jadar. Shit was like fifty bucks. I said, holy <laughs> shit, fifty dollars more than the actual puzzle. Damn, what the fuck? But you gotta get the good packaging. You gotta get you know you gotta send it. Make sure you put fragile on that shit. Man, it's in glass. Um, but I'm gonna start another one, and uh, we'll be giving that one away. 
plus we got some more stuff that we're going to be trying to do um for giveaways and stuff like that we like i said probably the last it'll probably be the last weekend of the, of the month that we do the thing because garrison's going to be gone on the 20th 17th and the 20th right yeah all next week all next week so we might not have an episode next wednesday we'll see we'll talk about it this weekend and see if there's anything coming up um but it'll probably so you'll be gone the 21st um here let me look at my calendar so i will be gone yeah i'll be gone the 20 the oh yeah i'll be gone the 21st as well so, so probably, we'll probably the 28th, 28th. yeah probably we'll the 28th. On the 28th we'll have to talk to cj and tori we don't want to give anybody any uh any um wait will we be back the 21st babe or i'll have to let you know i'm pretty right. sure well, we'll we're, we might be we'll coming everybody know i know we're coming back the 21st i just don't know if we'll be back in Why time to do come back and then just jump right on watching well i mean we're watching uh-huh. solo so i mean yeah. you'll be enthused but Fuck i don't solo. want you to just come kidding. back you just got back from a trip and you're trying to get in on the on the movie thing it'll probably be the 20th i don't know we'll have to talk to cj and tori um they are they did it message us in uh in our private messenger and they uh something was going on with their internet their internet was out uh, so that's the reason they couldn't get on the show today i got you but we will definitely um we will definitely let everybody know um because we'll be here the 13th so we'll let everybody know if we're gonna have a Wednesday show or not. And other than that, everybody just stay outrageous and uh, may the force be with you. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to LSR. If you've enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. Lightsaber Radio is produced by PicFilm Media and is a Swaycast original starring Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Kyle McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away.